everyone. Welcome. Ah, 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 oh, we're back. We're back. It has been a day of technical issues. Big old Kev back there is working through them out. If you're watching this uh, live with us on Twitch, I apologize. We might have some internet issues here down. and there. Thank you very much for your uh, for your patience. We apologize. If you're watching this on YouTube, you chose wisely. You chose. Wow. I don't know why I did the uh, the Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade night yeah. as the Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, that it was a mashup that I mean, frankly, so I think a lot of people, so a lot of people are waiting it. for. You know what I mean? Yeah. How awesome would that have been if they got to that little cave and he just turned around and was like, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to shock you with my electricity. I don't Somebody know make why it I'm happen. An internet commenter right now. <laughs> now oh, you're no. strong, I'm bad. strong, bad, strong, bad. <laughs> Oh, oh my god, this is the kind of funny morning show for those of you who have not been with us. We normally do the show live. Today we're having some issues with our internet. Kev's going to figure that out. So we are just going to act like everyone can see us the entire time. And uh, we're going to play to the YouTube audience today, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we do this show each and every day, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Of course, uh, if you can't watch live, no big deal. You're watching on YouTube right now. Guess what? We got a little comment section below. And we want you to put some comments down there. Uh, based on the stories we talk about, anything we talk about, or just leave a comment, doesn't matter. Let's keep the conversation going in the comments uh, after this video. I got some great news stories today, uh, and some things that I want to talk to you about and talk to Kevin about, Woo! which are going to be fan-freaking-tastic because we are on a, let's call it, uh, accelerated timeline. I'm going to skip the rigmarole. We're going to get right into the uh, housekeeping. Oh, my gosh. Housekeeping, you want me to jerk you off? What kind of hotel is this? Did I just officially... Name the beginning of the show, the rigmarole. I think so. Because I feel like I did. I think you did. I feel like I did. That's never been named before. I used to call it the Glockenspiel, oh. as in the spiel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but now I'm calling but it the Glockenspiel. But the Glockenspiel is way more fun to say. Yeah, but rigmarole is fun. And for the longest time, I remember when we had that joke going a long time mm -hmm. ago. This is how I rigmarole. Yeah. I wanted to do a shirt that's this how I rigmarole. <laughs> and everyone's like, "That's a great idea," but we just never, Was Andy never designed it. I know. We used to call well because I used to say. Because it's rigmarole. It's rigmarole is the name, is the word. But I used to say rigmarole. Yeah. Which, to be fair, sounds way better. It's way more fun to say. Yeah. Uh, this week, we are doing XCU interview. We're continuing that. Uh, we had X-Men Apocalypse drop already. We have Deadpool. We got Deadpool 2. We got Logan. All those movies are coming up. So many good things. I'm not sure which one's dropping this week. Logan. So you should just watch them all. I believe Logan. And, uh, man, what a treat it was to go back and watch this movie. I'm excited for you guys to watch it. It's one of those where I'm like, oh, man, it's late at night. Mm -hmm. We had to watch two of them in a row. So I had to watch Apocalypse and then Logan, I think. Or Deadpool and then Logan. Logan, yeah. Or Logan and then Deadpool. And, man, what a spoiled life I lead. They're it's both not, good movies. Yeah. I, watched I watched Deadpool again, and I was like, I don't want to watch this movie again. Five minutes in, I was like, yeah, this movie's fun. I like fun. this movie. It's so fun. The opening credits for Deadpool. Oh, it so just good. gets you. And then yeah. Logan, of course, is you just... Have, I feel like those are the two, like, opposites. In the, they're so good. You got the real fun. You got the real serious. Well, you got the, and that's something that this is a point that I brought up when we were, when we were during XCU interview was I was like, it's so interesting that we live in a world where you can get uh, the full gamut, even in the X Men series, where you get X Men Apocalypse or you get First Class or you get Days of Future Past, which mm -hmm. Days of Future Past I think is one of my favorite comic book movies. Really? And that's yeah. I mean, I, I really like how that movie came together, and I really liked the road cut of it, which I hadn't seen before prior to us doing the show. Mm -hmm. Then you get uh, Deadpool, which is completely off the wall, rated yeah. R, very, very self-aware, completely raunchy and crass, which, you mm -hmm. know, right up my alley. And then you get Logan, also rated R, but more of an indie, like an indie movie, basically. Yeah. And it's so cool that all those movies came. We have a culture now that we have all helped support and elevate mm -hmm. that that can, all, all, those, all, all those types of superhero movies can be supported. Yeah. Did you cool. ever see the... 70 millimeter like black and white Logan that they put out. No, it, it's cool, but no, I didn't. I didn't see it. I wanted it. to see it too, but then I just like never. Speak. That's what I hate about the limited runs is that they always end up in like the one week that it's super crazy. Last time I saw a 70 millimeter movie, it was Hateful Eight. Oh, and it was really cool and really long, and it had the intermission and all that stuff. Oh, I was like, this is pretty cool. That was it. really cool. I it was really it. fun. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, having said that, I have no desire to watch that movie ever again. But I am excited yeah. about the the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. What yeah. is he calling it? It's a new Tarantino movie about with yeah, uh, a time in Hollywood is with right. uh, uh, Leo and oh, Brad it's Pitt the one with the picture Margot that Robbie they put up, right? Tate. Yeah, it's basically like this. It's around the Manson murders. Oh, that's right. That's they, right. They I just, didn't know what the name these, was. It's two, I love the concept. It's two guys that live next door to Cheryl, uh, Sharon, Sharon Tate. Tate. Cheryl Tate. Sharon Tate. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. And, she, and Margot Robbie's playing Sharon Tate. It's I just awesome. listened to the My Favorite Murder about the Manson Tate 
or the Tate LaBianca murders, which I hadn't really like dove into in a long time. So interesting. Man, too much good stuff out there. Last yeah. night I went down a rabbit hole. My, I woke up this morning, I'm like, I'm so tired. My wife's like, what's going on? I was like, well, I haven't stopped working in nine days. A, and B, for whatever dumb fucking reason <coughs> last night, Joe, mm-hmm. I decided to watch starting at a, like 11 o'clock Full Metal Jacket. Ooh. Which is because so, I don't know. I'm in this weird like wanting to learn about Vietnam, like the Vietnam War. Okay. Um, and I'm I, I was watching Ken Burns's Vietnam documentary, which is oh, phenomenal. Ken Burns is so good. It's phenomenal, and I think I'm gonna watch all of his documentaries now because I don't. The I'm, baseball one's really good. I haven't seen the baseball one. I haven't seen the Roosevelt one. Civil I haven't War's seen uh, Civil War. I haven't seen all those. So I think I'm gonna go back and watch it because this. That's a commitment, provided, man. Well, it's it's cool. It's provided a lot more context for. I mean, I don't know a lot about. Uh, the conflict of the war in Vietnam, rather yeah. at all, but having but, but starting it and seeing where it starts, like he starts in like the 1800s and starts with like the col- the colonization of Vietnam and how yeah. that led all the way up into the point where we're fighting conflict there, and then mm. the difference between like and you know like it's just fascinating because I didn't know much about uh, Ho Chi Minh at yeah. all whatsoever, other than that he was you know in the 70s we had demonized the man as as being. You know the end all be all evil communist like dictatorship type. Anyway, there's a lot. It's a lot more complex than yeah. I thought it was. And both sides, there was a lot going on. And so I'm learning. I'm learning a lot about that. Will I retain any of it? No. To be determined. TBD. Very different than what I watched last night. What'd you I watched watch last the night? Martin. Too? No, I watched the Martin Short Steve Martin. What did you think of that? I thought it was fun. I yeah. like. I just like the two of them together. I think they have like a good. I I I, I vibe. love. I re- I read Martin Short's Born Standing Up. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me, uh, Steve Martin's Born Standing Up. Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Also read, uh, because of that, I read The Smothers Brothers. Uh, no. Actually, I didn't read it. I listened to it on Audible. Yeah. Because now I'm, la- I'm, too, I'm too lazy to actually read. And actually, and the Audible lot. sponsorship actually got me. I was like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to start listening to some books. And I got to be honest with you, it's just, it's just, it's, it's not nice. better. It's just nice. And yeah. they do do that thing where, like, when I want to read, it syncs up because they're both Amazon, which oh, is cool. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It has, it has a thing where it's like, hey, the last time you engaged with this book mm-hmm. you were on this page do you want to go back to it and I was like this is way easier than I thought it was going to be I like that I know so I think it's cool sometimes yeah. real quick I've also started using the audible because mm-hmm. uh, when MK Gibson came by yeah. uh, two weeks ago he was like oh I wrote a book you guys should check it out and he sent me a code for it yeah and I'm about to finish the second one. Wow. Dang. God, they're a lot of fun. M.K. Gibson, he writes a good book. Oh, villains, right on. Uh, villains Rule and Villains Pride. Okay. Real fun, real fun. So Excited about that. that. Excited Love about it. that. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, today's sponsor is, uh, we do have two sponsors today. We have uh, Hymns Wellness Brand for Men and Me Undies. We're going to be talking about both of those. That means, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, two time, two time Woo. the amount of games that we're going to give away uh, today, but that is, of course, after the news. Before we get to the news, uh, I do want to remind you guys if you want to tip us at the $5 above level, uh, we will take those. Or 500 bits or more, and we will take all of those. Joe, do you want to hop into Muxy and see if we have any tips? I would a- love ATM. To. Uh, while you're doing that, of course, uh, Kev, please bring up this next uh, piece of housekeeping. Just want to remind everyone I'm still the champ. <laughs> so if you'd like to tweet at Greg Miller right now, at Game Over Greggy right now, uh, and let him know, hey, uh, is Nick still a champ? Actually, that's what we'll do. Everyone, tweet at Game Over Greggy and just ask him if I'm still a champ. Look at how defeated he looks. No, 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 wait, wait. Don't tweet it, don't tweet it Greg. Either tweet it Andy. <laughs> that's a better one. Greg's on my side now with LaCroix boys with tag team champs. LaCroix boys? I want you to tweet at Maximum Cortez and ask him if Nick's still a champ. It was an excellent thing. But do it like as sarcastically as humanly possible. I say do it so. as sincere as possible. Just be I like, hey, I want to know, uh, is Nick still the champ or? Yeah, be like, but have fun with it. Be like, yeah. hey, with all this, all this hubbub about the mm-hmm. champ, the belt changing hands. Well, I don't know who the champ is anymore. Could you yeah. please tell me who the champ is? Make Andy in his own words. Make him tell you. Tell you that I'm the champ. I love it. It's so mean. But it's the best. We came to the conclusion by the other, by the way the other day that we do that we have this habit of whoever's not on the morning show we just mm-hmm. talk shit about. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. It's Joey, so fun. Do we have any tips to read? Uh, we do, but also there's one more thing in housekeeping that I didn't put on here, but I should have. What is it? Uh, tomorrow morning, seven a.m. Bright and early oh, with Tim oh. Keddies and oh the Nintendo Direct. Uh, yes, Mr. Are we Kevin Coelho. We are gonna do a watch along for that. So here's what I need everyone to do. Watch along with that and then just stick around for two more hours and then watch, or three more hours and then watch the morning show with us because I won't be in at 7 a.m. No. Tim will just tell me all the fun Smash stuff that's happening oh, or whatever's going awful. on. I did offer to come in begrudgingly if Tim needed someone, but he said that he and Kevin had it, so. You should come in. 
At 7 a.m.? I'll come in too. No, you won't. Oh, oh shit, Fortnite? we can play Fortnite afterwards? Ooh. Do you guys see where this don't is fuck, going? Don't talk like that. Wait. No, I'm not doing it. That's too early. Kidding. That's way too fucking early. I gotta, I gotta sleep. Well, no, because you just come in at 7.30. Why don't I come That's in at not... 9 and we'll all play Fortnite together for an hour? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll do that. You know what? I don't even want to do that. I'll be honest with you guys, because we have all day. I'd rather just play Fortnite with you guys today. Oh, that's true. We can just play after lunch today. We got nothing else going on. I did bring my Switch. You want to stream it? Why don't we just be friends and play it? Well, I just thought it'd be fun to share the... I feel like Fortnite is a great game to just stream with people, like, you know, in the chat randomly. We could. We'll figure it out. It's not a bad idea. Maybe we'll figure it out. Maybe we'll figure it out. We'll put a pin in that Before you get into that, do you want to roll our brand new tip graphic, Kevin? Yeah. Give me your fucking money! God damn, I love Still it. Still so good. It's like so good. It. I love Still it. Still so good. We it's do have best. some tips coming in today. Give it to us. Give it to us. Salty CSC13 said, paying my Greg Miller tax for him closing down the B-dubs in Battle Creek last night with the best friends. Thanks for everything you do, KF crew. Did you watch the video that Greg put up yesterday? He was live streaming him walking from his hotel to the Buffalo Wild Wings meetup because apparently there's no like Lyft or Uber in Battle Creek, Michigan. So he was periscoping and on Twitter and he was like, if anybody that's going to this meetup happens to want to come pick me up, this is where I am. That's hilarious. And some people picked him up in the Goodwill parking lot. Wow. <laughs> God bless. Here, here's the thing I, I really so appreciate much. and respect about Greg. Yeah. Is that Greg's a doer? Mm -hmm. You know, he's decent at planning, but he's better at executing. Yeah, I'm sure he could have rented a car when he got to Battle Creek, Michigan. Well, he rented one to drive from like the airport to where he got. Yeah, but I don't know why. Well, probably maybe he's, he's probably going to be yeah, yeah a responsible gonna drink. drinker. That's probably smart. But yeah, he was he closed apparently closed down this Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm gonna tell you something right now. Yeah, that I don't often tell people. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Buffalo Wild Wings sound pretty good right I now. I know it does sound real good. Obviously Should we go to Bee Dub Dub for lunch? My thing is, my thing is, we're gonna feel. Well, I mean, again, we've already made plans. Now we're streaming Fortnite. The people are are gonna be wondering what's going on with the Fortnite stream. We didn't give a specific time. Who's in the chat right now? Yeah, o Omega we, Batman is wants to watch me play Fortnite and, and talk shit to me the entire time about how terrible, but how much better Kevin is so in the wait, game. Then what's I'm the? Not, then why bring up you wanting to go to Buffalo Wild Wings? We're not gonna go. Because I want a gigantic Diet Coke. Maybe they're a Pepsi restaurant, but I, I want a big fountain beverage right now. I'm just saying, okay. where do we go for lunch? We should go someplace for lunch today. Okay. We should have a giant fountain beverage. Can we go to that Mexican place that's always closed when we try and go? But they don't have fountain beverage. They don't. But they are good. Fuck. But it's Monday. No, it's, it's Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, the lease is open. Hmm. God damn. Chat, help us decide where we're going. Reverse Corey says, Omega Batman would love that. God bless him in the chat. All right, Kevin. Oh, wait, do we have more tips? That was it. No, we have more. I didn't time out, time out Neo J two. Should we? Yeah, he's talking. He's oh, I'm sorry. Uh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Uh, we're, uh, Tim Gettys. If you can hear me, come here. While Tim's coming, I'm going to read another tip. Go for it. Case Wood tipped us today and said, after listening to the most recent public gog, you guys talked about MSG. There's a common misconception that it's bad for you, but that was actually just from a study from a racist dude trying to give Asian people a bad rap. That's, Understood. What, that's what I was saying. Not as bad as you think, guys. Google and it. Now, Everything kills you in time. I have a question for you, Tim, and then I have a follow-up question for you. Uh -huh. uh, Neo J2 in the chat says, Pepsi, more superior. My follow-up question is, how long should we ban him for? How long uh, is the timeout? How, what, what, is the time, what is an appropriate timeout? Oh, he deleted the message. He's also been timed out. For oh, you've deleted it. Have no, you deleted no, no, no. it? He didn't delete it. Zyger timed out for 69 Ooh. seconds. Okay. Seconds. Seconds. Seems really That's a good one. That does feel That's right. That's a good one. Right. That does feel right. That seems right. We're going to have to see if he has repeat offenses because that is some bullshit. That's then, one. To be fair, though. That's one. Pepsi, what, what was it? What did they say? Pepsi more superior. More superior, superior. to what? To Coke because I said mm. I wanted to die mm. so The context is necessary because if he was going to say Pepsi more superior to racism, yeah, that's I'd fair. I'd be like, all yeah, right. That's fair. It is. <laughs> I, 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 I would, I would. I would, buy it. I can buy It's close. It is close. I would. But I can buy it. I think it's a fair statement to say that I would rather drink a Pepsi than talk to a racist. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's not, Pepsi is not superior to a fountain Coca-Cola beverage. Very true. Now, I, I almost, I didn't engage the other day. I didn't tell you this story. But someone was behind me. Right, I, was, I went to the the uh, that Salt Lake and mm -hmm. the, the mm. to get some meat. Plain, the I wanted yeah. plain meat. Basically, yeah, you just had a huge bag of meat. I asked Nick, I "What are you doing?" He's like, "I gotta get some plain meat." Yeah, and I'm like, "Is this like <laughs> breakfast pizza?" Dude, I ate that plain meat halfway through Ready Player One. I'm like, "I'm in hog heaven right now. Oh, this God, is the best that ever." That sounds so good. I'm in the line. I'm like, the the biggest problem that I have with the Salt Lake, it's fantastic, but it's a Pepsi product mm. place. Mm. So it's Diet Pepsi or Diet Dr Pepper, and I'm like, I'm just gonna, I haven't had D Dr P in a while, so I'm gonna get Diet Dr Pepper. 
and I get it. And there's these people behind me who are like, it's mm-hmm. so interesting that they have Pepsi, but also Dr. Pepper. Oh, I hate people. And I was like, what do you mean? And get fucking educated, you low life. She was like, well, peasants. well, Dr. Pepper is clearly different than Pepsi. I was like, I'm pretty sure they're owned by the same company. And mm-hmm. they, I was, I was saying this in my brain. So I'm like, I don't want to have this conversation, yeah. right? And I'm also, like, I'm like 90 percent sure that Dr. Pepper is is owned by Pepsi, yeah. but I'm yeah. not. She's like, no, 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 Dr. And then she starts throwing down the gauntlet. Dr. Pepper, 100 percent owned by Coke. No, Coke definitely Coke. owned by Coke. It did have affiliation with Seven Up for a while, but Seven Up is weird. Seven Up also owned Seven by Pepsi. Sunkissed, no. Seven Up, Seven Up Mug, and um, Sunkissed. So you're telling me that the Pepsi made a, an <clears throat> alliance with the Seven Up people to try Seven. to take down Coke, and then it still failed. Mm. Exactly, Neo J two. Yeah, see, Dr. Pepper Seven Up. So there's a partnership. I hate how much I know about soda. But so they're <laughs> not. Are they how owned? did I just pull that out of my ass? Is Dr. Pepper, is Dr. Pepper owned by Pepsi though? No. No. It's oh, okay. So she was right. She was correct. Well, it's but, she, but it's also it's not owned Coke. by Coke. But I, it's possible that I put I oh, infused the Coke into that into that memory. Snapple. Isn't Snapple owned by Coke? And technically Keurig. How come I can't get Dr. Pepper out of our Keurig? Though? Successors Keurig, Dr. Pepper. We can get a Keurig coffee. Dr. Pepper coffee. Yeah. I'm gonna go prep games daily, but I love everybody <laughs> and fuck you, whoever you are. Stop no, he me. doesn't know. He can't sell because we've timed him out. He's a racist. We've timed him out. Nope, too far, Tim. Nope. We have one more tip that I'm gonna read before we get we into the news. Why is Keurig and Dr. Pepper? Says. Did we show people? This? Huh? No, we no. showed people this. What is it? Fuck oh, this. I love it. Dobby. Me and Kevin were at Target yesterday and we saw this giant Funko Pop of, of Dobby. <laughs> And we're like Kevin looked at me. He's like, "We're getting this for cool, Greg, right?" And I'm like, "I looked at it, it was thirty dollars." <laughs> so I was like, "I don't well know." Worth it. And then well Kevin goes, "I'll go half if you do." And I'm like, "Oh fuck, we're buying we this gotta thing." Do so we gotta do it. We bought this. We gotta do it. <laughs> Which I is, love it. It's pretty much like we we're talking like half the size of actual Dobby. <laughs> I, all I'm saying is this, and I'm not trying to uh, Tim before you go. I'm not yeah. trying to uh, to like rig the election here at all. Mm. Oh. Okay, but a lot of people. We, this office has had a lot of Harry Potter energy in it lately. That's I'm one just, way to put it. I'm just letting you know. Yeah. Really People like excited it? about Spider-Man. Uh-huh. But there's only, what, three of those movies? Four, five. five. If we five, if we get up to Venom? Six with Venom. Mm. Damn it. Mm. Just saying. It's, there's a plan, man. There's a plan. I know. We're doing some I stuff. I'm, I'm very excited. People excited about it. People get excited about it. I lose my wand all the time. Duh, the real question is, at the end of our inevitable Harry Potter and review, does this mean that we also have to review the Wizarding World of Harry Potter? No. Okay. Does it mean that we can oh. go down to the Universal Studios and go to the Wizarding we World of Harry go. Potter? We can go. Yeah. To celebrate. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Then I'm in. Yeah. What if we did, I'm just throwing this out there. What if we did a gigantic fan meetup at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter? I'm 100% in for that. Only if we buy robes. Oh, that's a foregone conclusion. Wait, can we just not bring our own robes? But you can get like the actual like house. I want to get. I, oh, man, I wish we. Sh- you know what we should do? What? We should uh, redo the the Quidditch JV varsity jackets that I used to have. I used to have zip up track jackets that were the house colors. What? And, and with, with with my last name on the back for Gryffindor. It turns out I'm a Ravenclaw, so I guess I had to throw it out. But <laughs> wait, where did you get this? Well, my friend Amy Doe uh, printed them up for us for the books, the the midnight re- release of the seventh book. There's a picture of me, Ty Root, Craig Baradon, Eric Hart, and like five other, three other people uh, with the different houses yeah. like, and our things. It's great. We should 100% get those. See, this is why we can't do Harry Potter right, right away is because we have so many. No, like, this is why we should do Harry Potter right away so we can start doing this stuff. But we, it's going to yeah, take Yeah, it looks similar to that. We should, we should just do generic. Um, You've seen my jacket though, right? Yeah, yeah. I love it. But Amy just did generic, uh, like I think they were American apparel, apparel track jackets that were yeah. close to the colors. They weren't like, it wasn't the perfect crimson for Gryffindor. But then again, I'm not Gryffindor anymore, so it gives an F. And by the way, I've got a bone to pick with you. Because they went around during the Women of Let's Play panel Uh and said, what house are you? Yeah. And you said Ravenclaw. Yeah. Like it was not a, like you were like, I don't even care. I don't care about it. And you made Ravenclaw. Then you were like... Oh, well, Ravenclaw are just the people that get along with everyone. And yeah, yeah. I I was like, no, that's that's Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. I never said that. Somebody was talking shit about Ravenclaw. Like, we weren't the people who go on to be the CEOs of every company. No, Elise was Hufflepuff, but she wanted to be Ravenclaw. Yeah, because Hufflepuff sucks. No, I don't think they suck. They suck. They suck, dude. I feel like if you could be half houses, Here's how it should I would go. have some Hufflepuff in Here's how it should go in order, works, in order of awesomeness. Gryffindor is the top, and I'll say that. I'll put it out there. Gryffindor's but top. They're like yeah, kind are. of overrated. They are, they are OP. They're overrated. Whatever. Then Ravenclaw, second. Yeah. Because Ravenclaw, let's put it this way, <laughs> has anything 
especially good come from Ravenclaw. Cho Chang, notwithstanding. Besides us. Besides, besides us, us notwithstanding. No, but has anything especially bad come from Ravenclaw? No. We like to be middle of the row. We are Switzerland. Yeah. Do you understand us? Mm -hmm. We're neutral in this whole thing. World War II happens, we're like, hey, man, we're going to back yeah. off. We're not fucking around with this. Then you've got Slytherin. They suck, but they're also fun to party with because they have the good drugs. Yeah. Right? And then you have Hufflepuff, who are just the fucking theater kids. No, of they're just the wizarding they're the world. salt of the earth. They're people, the ones that you look over, and ones. one of them's like interpretive dancing, and you're like, 100%. sure, she's just expressing herself at this point, it. but mm -hmm. everyone here wants to make fun of her. That's what's happening. <laughs> you know? Too. Like it was when I was in the theater, mm -hmm. we just got into cards and fedoras for no reason. We just got into cards and fedoras we for no reason. Like, like separate? Or we used to play together. euchre, we used to play hearts, mm -hmm. we used to play spades, and then did we used to Did you also put fedoras. a card in your fedora? No. Damon Hatfield did that one time. Uh, when they were when he was in the news group and we all made fun of him for it, but he did it ironically so you couldn't make fun of him too yeah, much for it because he was like making fun of it himself. Yeah, yeah. Luna Lovegood mm. is uh, Hufflepuff, right? Yeah, she's horrible. Is she? Yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm I need to reread sure. the book. Who ended up? Who ended up with Luna? I don't think she ended up with anyone. No, she she got married. To someone. Did she get married to someone? Yeah. That was the fan fiction at the end. Everyone everyone partnered up. I was like, no fucking way. These kids would have like. First off, if Harry wasn't it Neville, I, I love Harry. I think I think she got with Neville. I still don't love the Harry Ginny. Oh no, I hate the Harry Ginny thing. First yeah. off, yeah. Second off, because like because knowing the way that used to go with me is you just make out with your friend's sister and then you you move on. Yeah. When I was in high school, I was. Oh, yeah, okay. You're saying Luna's Ravenclaw. Luna's Ravenclaw. Oh, yeah. then Luna, then Luna's a bad motherfucker. Uh. I'll put it out there. I, I support Ravenclaw. I need to reread the books. All I'm, I'm saying book before we get into reread the, the books. Let's table this. We're gonna have a Harry Potter discussion okay. at some point. We're gonna we're gonna do this. Um, Tim almost had a thing where we were supposed to reread the books, and I was super excited about it. I don't know if that's still what, the worst. Why or not. didn't I don't we? That, that might still be on the works. Is it? God, that'd be so know. fun. If if there's an excuse, hey, if you're an advertiser out there and you want to advertise, and the whole thing I need to do is just reread the Harry Potter books, I'm down. Sold. Uh, let's get into some news real quick before we wrap the show up because it's 11.45 already. The news, the news, the news. few fun news stories out right now. Our IGN has an article that has a pretty uh, decent interview with Jordan Voigt-Roberts, uh, who, as you know, is doing the Metal Gear Solid movie, and he had some choice things to say uh, that I think are actually pretty cool and pretty interesting. One of which was uh, he said he wanted to take a different approach to the video game movie. This is a long one, but he said, even if I wasn't involved in this movie, I would read that script and say, holy shit, it represents a different approach to the video game movie. It represents a different approach to how a three-act structure is put on screen. Uh, long story short of this is he wants to make a movie that is very indicative and reflective of uh, Hideo Kojima's work. Mm -hmm. And that terrifies me, but it also excites me. I 100% agree. I saw that in Mr. Jeff Keighley mm -hmm. over at Kojima Productions, I think is what the studio yeah. is called, yeah. posting some pictures that whole like crew has such an interesting. They have a very they have a bromance, and I'm a fan yeah. of bromances. I have a bromance with a lot of people. I have a bromance with Jeff Ramsey. I have a burgeoning bromance with Josh McCuga. Uh, Greg and I have a little bit of a bromance going lately because we're the Lacroix boys. The Lacroix. That's boys, just what's yeah. going to have to happen. Uh, I'm interested in this, but I wonder. The big question I have about this is if you're going to make something. So I, I I honestly think Metal Gear has the the makings of being an amazing series, obviously, mm -hmm. right? You're gonna make they're not gonna stop at one movie. This yeah. could be if they do this right, this could be an, a, a series that goes series, on for yeah. a very very long time. My question is, I don't think that being true to Hideo Kojima's roots as a storyteller is the best way to get mainstream audiences on board with a movie that's gonna cost this much. Yeah, I agree, but like it needs to be a, a very very good. Three act structure with some twists and some turns, but the characters need to be accessible. And I just worry that by staying true to that artistic vision, you are going to ostracize a good portion of your audience from coming back for something for a sequel. I, I or think repeat with the series being over, I think that they can really take advantage and kind of clean up some of the like weird retconned stuff that they. Again, I agree, and I'm not saying that I want, I don't want meat and potatoes on this one. I think you can experiment, of course, and I think you need to experiment. I think you need to come to the table with something new if we really want, if this it needs to be the first video game movie to really penetrate into the mainstream, like, movie-going experience. Yeah. Um, but I just worry that, like, even my somewhat, I mean, incredibly limited knowledge of the Metal Gear universe, yeah. it, I'm like, it's very confusing. It's very out there. It's not rooted in the traditional like setup, 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 payoff structure. It's very much just throw crap, like not crap at the wall, but throw off the ideas, wall things yeah. at you 
just because that's that's his vision, and I think it's beautiful, and I think it doesn't. It's not necessarily designed for me to understand all of it. Yeah. Um, but that's not mainstream audiences. When I, that's that's artistic Nick, mm-hmm. mainstream butt in the theater Nick with giant tub of popcorn and a fucking. I got a diet soda the other day. I got swimming. I swear to God, this thing was so big. I had to actually carry it like a fucking child. And I had to be like this. You, I was a, like, you couldn't even just like one hand. I got my wife one too, and she's like, "Are you kidding me?" I'm like, "No, I'm not uh, kidding you." And then we got refills. Um, but that's that why person I, wants a nice two and a half hour long awesome action movie that but, I can watch. But because Metal Gear is so weird, I think that's why it doesn't fit into a normal three act structure. And we haven't really seen like a good video game movie, so I think I kind of like the idea of turning it on its head and doing something different and trying it. And I think if you were going to try it with anything, it would be Metal Gear. It has to be, but I just, I want, there has to be an education that goes along with that. Yeah. And that's, 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 I think the uphill battle that they have. Not to say they can't do it because these, we're talking about some of the smartest human beings on the planet. Like Hideo Mm -hmm. Kojima is one of the like most brilliant creators ever, ever. Mm -hmm. Um, So I have no doubt that they're, that they're much more qualified to make this decision than I am. But I just, I just want, I hope that they're thinking about how to educate the audience, how to get the audience in um, from that perspective. Does that make sense? Yes. Because like the games are convoluted, but they've had they have such a lineage over the last like forty years. Yeah. That people they have that f- like fanaticism Bless built into you, it. Cool, Greg. Which way? Are you sure this one doesn't have syrup in it? Because if it does, I will I mean, throw up on my crotch. I'll smell it. Did this you is definitely it? mine. Okay. I'll smell oh, it. <laughs> well, you know how you can smell things sometimes. You're like, yes, yeah. that is diet coke. Yeah. That's a uh, but can 2004 you smell vintage. Sweetener? Oh yeah, 100. percent You can uh, smell. It. Take the top off and smell. I don't think so. Oh, you're dead inside. Okay. Next news story. Uh, this came up yesterday. Mr. Yasmin <laughs> threw this in there, but I didn't get a chance to talk about it. Uh, there is a super. This comes from Deadline. Supergirl movie uh, in the works right now. Oren Uzil is working on the script. There's no nothing else confirmed beyond that. There's no producers on it, but they are. WB Warner Brothers is uh, presumably making a Supergirl movie that is in the DCE. We don't call it the DCEU anymore. What's it, it called now? It is the DCEU. No, no, no. They named it something else at Comic Con. Yeah. Somebody in the chat, tell me what I'm talking about. <laughs> do we do we need to call the? Because the DCEU apparently was never a term that that DC coined. That was like I... journalists coined that term. Now they're calling it the something else. Chat, let me know. It wasn't. DC it wasn't a Snyder thing. Let's see, Steady John says DCEWWW. <laughs> World of DC, that's what it's called. Worlds of DC. The World of DC. Whatever, we're going to keep calling it the DCEU until everyone shames me into calling it Worlds of D- uh, ECU. Uh, what's your read on this? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really know anything about Super... I don't... Joey Noel doesn't really care about Superman, other than like. Whoa, dude! All right, it's really hard. I know it's. I, that's what it is. I've always been just the Batman girl. Like I don't. Superman doesn't really do it for me in kind of the same way that like Captain America doesn't really do it for me. Right. Um. So I don't really care. I also think that it's interesting. I don't know. I. I feel like they're trying to go in a million different directions with the DCU. Yeah. And I feel like they need to like figure out what they're doing first, and then kind of expand from there. Here's my thing: mm-hmm. I, I, I've hit a I've hit a crossroad where I'll, I agree with you, ninety percent. Ten percent of me just says, "Fuck, Fuck it. it and go for it." Just go for it, right? Shazam! I got a laugh out of that. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I think Shazam's going to be a fun, silly movie mm-hmm. that could be cool. Yeah. Uh, I so, liked Wonder Woman. I watched Wonder. I watched uh, Justice League on the plane, and some other guy next to me was watching Wonder Woman. I was like. I should be watching Wonder Woman right now. I haven't seen that movie in a while. I want to go back and watch it. Better than Justice League. For Patty sure. Jenkins did a great job. Looking forward to Wonder Woman too. Oh, I'm and it's set in the '80s. Like, come on, son. Yeah. Uh, this could be good. You know? It, yeah. It could be good. Yeah. They're, they're, all I'm saying is, there's a lot of people who are like Nick. You you unabashedly hate the worlds of DC. Look, you shame me already. I'm calling it that. It's not that. It's that I know they can be better. Yeah. And they're getting there. They're just, it's unfortunate because they have to fix the plane while it's in the air, and that sucks. Uh, but again, there's touchstones that the, the moments of, of, of bright, shining light that are Wonder Woman. Again, the Shazam trailer I had a great time with. What was the other trailer that came out? Aquaman. Aquaman's not going to be, I don't think it's going to be a great movie, but I think yeah. it'll be dumb fun. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm, so- actually, I'm actually excited about this. I'm excited about this, too, because I feel like Supergirl is, I think, 
I think you have to have a little bit of a less powerful hero in order to tell a more compelling story. Like Wonder Woman, like you never relatable. got the sense that she was as powerful as Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, so that made her a little bit more vulnerable as far as like her fight with the bad guy. Yeah. Superman, you always just get the feeling like, especially at the end of Justice League, where he comes in and you're just like, great, he's here, cool. Well, and you, I feel like... Because we don't have to worry about this bad guy anymore. Yeah. This oh, no, I have, to, I have to clear some people? In my opinion, that was one of the coolest scenes. Him fighting the whole Justice League and just fucking... Showing that he's clearly above them. I was just, I've always wanted to see that. And uh, I did. You know yeah, I, mean? I feel like the DCEU Superman is oh, a little bit. Do you see Juicy 2K says Superman, uh, Supergirl is as powerful as the same power level as Superman? Then they're up against, they're in an uphill battle. This is the problem. T-O-P. So I looked up Oren Uziel yeah. to see what else he's done. What's he been in? Uh, he's doing Mortal Kombat, he's doing Sonic the Hedgehog. And his last thing that was like in production was the Cloverfield Paradox. So I'm not feeling super. Give me those. Give me those again. So he's writing the Mortal Kombat screenplay. He's writing the Sonic the Hedgehog screenplay, and he did the Cloverfield Paradox screenplay. Now, with Cloverfield Paradox, Mm -hmm. it's entirely possible. Did he do the the rewrite on it that tied it into? Probably not. I don't know. I feel like that movie would have been really cool if it hadn't writer, had to be wedged he did the into writer, it. He did the screenplay and the story. Okay, so I feel like he probably wrote the original version of that, which was the cool parts, which were in the, they, the space before they had to shoehorn that shit into Cloverfield. Okay, yeah. Which How was, would you find out if he did the rewrite? There's no way to know. Oh. I wouldn't know. Well, that's not helpful. Yeah, they usually, I don't know. They keep it ambiguous. No, like that, but I don't care that much about the Cloverfield. Cloverfield universe I do care about is a perfect example universe. of like when, when the, the next one drops, cool. Like uh, Overlord, if it's going to be in the universe, cool. If not, cool. Overlord looks dope either way, though. It looks dope as shit. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go to the next news story. Kind of excited about this one. Yeah. CW cast live action uh, Batwoman, and it's Ruby Rose. I love Ruby Rose. I think she's great. She's They're amazing. doing a Batwoman potential series on the CW. I guess they're going to test the waters with this character uh, being on Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, and League. League. Legends of Tomorrow in a crossover special, uh, which means I will watch them her on Flash. A thousand percent. Which would be great. I have not watched Arrow in two years. I've never watched Supergirl and Legends of Tomorrow. I don't even know what's still on. Yeah, I'm shocked that Legends of Tomorrow is still on. It's crazy that CW is still going with all of those shows. It's wild. Flash is so much fun, though. I enjoy Flash. I'm like two seasons. For all I know, Arrow and Supergirl and Legends could be fun, too. I just, it's too much of, it's too much of that middle of the road. This. And I can probably like, do like one or two of yeah. those, and then I'm, I got to tap Flash out. is a guilty pleasure. It's still a fun show. I like mm-hmm. the cast. I like to support the show. Uh, but it's it's like the first two seasons were so good. Yeah. So fun. The first I season of Flash, I was like, fuck you. How, why is this so good? I feel like I got burnt, even though I know Gotham's not really like attached to any mm-hmm. of this. But I feel like I got burnt real bad by Gotham, and then I never... You should watch the first couple seasons of Flash. It's okay. really, really good. It's really, really fun. But Ruby Rose gets... I'm into it. I, I think she'd make a good Batwoman. I think, and she, I love her. I haven't watched Orange is the New Black, which I feel like is what everybody knows her from, correct? Oh, Kev, yeah, Orange is the New Black, and she was also in uh, the last Triple X, and she's yeah. in The Meg coming up with the Jason Meg's Tatum. The Meg's super, she was super, I loved her in, uh, also in John, John Wick 2. Yeah. She was so good. Uh, she's just popping up everywhere. She's, uh, she's, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I didn't enjoy John Wick as much as like everyone told me I would. Well, do you think out. that it was a victim of being overhyped? 100%. Yeah, I guess so. But the thing about John Wick is it's not, it is just, it's like, it's just a really, really, really well done action movie. Mm-hmm. That's it. And if you go in expecting more, if you're like, oh, I want depth, you're not going to get it. Yeah. But that's not the design of the movie. Yeah. Like, the creators were like, we're not going to give you an Academy Award winning story here. We're going to show you the, per- like, like, awesome choreography. That's what mm-hmm. we're trying to nail. Yeah. And they did. Um, and the, yeah, I, John Wick, I still haven't seen all of the first one because the dog thing stresses me out. Well, um, that's, you know, someone killed my dog, I'd kill an entire Russian mafia, a mob family as right, well. Right, exactly. That's but, why I don't have dogs. Um, my dad is like a handgun instructor and does like some competitive stuff. So watching it with him is super interesting because he was like, oh no, this is like, he's, this like, isn't like dumb choreography stuff. This is like legitimately actually like how you would do something like this. He so trained. Like Dang, I, and I, God bless Keanu Reeves because he did all the courses and then he also did jiu-jitsu and all that stuff. And I'm like, dude. He put in the work. He puts the work in. Uh, all right, let's bring out this next news story, Kevin. Uh, can you bring the Chicago Tribune story up first so we can get the headline uh, of this? Yeah, sure. Just one right over. Uh, free screenings of eighth grade in Chicago Wednesday and teens will be allowed. Uh, you brought this story to my attention earlier today, Joe. I did. Uh, um, what the f- I saw a tweet 
going around about how someone had seen a sign at their theater saying that they weren't going to card kids that were trying to go see eighth grade because they felt like they should go see them. <laughs> go the see the movie. So, it's rated R. So it's rated R. Uh, so the story reads, this is from Tribune. A24, the company that produced eighth grade, has announced that it will host 50 free screenings of the film in every U.S. state. The full list of theater partners is on the company's website, uh, which you guys can probably Google that. But uh, Kevin can drop that in the chat room. Uh, Chicago's River East 21 movie theater will be hosting the Illinois screening Wednesday night at 7.10 p.m. Tickets will be available for pickup at the theater and starting one hour before the showtime on a first-come, first-served basis. The no ratings and four screening will allow middle school students and teenagers under 18 to see the film without parental guidance. Eighth grade receives an R rating from the Motion Picture Association uh, for language, uh, I guess fuck is said several times in the film, and there are, I guess, eighth graders never heard the word fuck. There are some uh, uncouth slang terms and a sexually charged scene. Uh, some film critics took issue with the ratings, saying it prevented actual middle school and stu- uh, students from seeing the coming of age comedy. Regardless, the film has done well since its release. So I guess the idea here is that Bo Burnham wants people to see, or at least A24 think it's important mm-hmm. for people of the age that is re- reflected in this movie to see this movie because he feels that it's reflective and representative of the culture and can, they can learn something from it. Yeah. But it's an R rating. And we as a general populace have decided R ratings are bad for people who are young. Yeah. Which you, one could make an argument for both sides of that. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that they're skirting the, the ratings issue here by offering free screenings. I didn't know that's something you could you do. Could that. do. I so assumed it's if like it's in theaters, issue? they would get the MPAA would 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 fine, still regulate like, it or charge a, like would a penalty to the theaters because yeah. you're not adhering to it. Like you're still doing a public screening of it, but I guess if it's free, who cares? Hmm. Yeah, right. I thought it would. Yeah, I thought it would be attached to the movie, whether or not payment. That would be my guess, involved. but I don't know. I'm I mean, to, to be fair, like what else the this is why the '80s were better. When I was in middle school, I was watching every rated R movie ever because my mom quote didn't give a fuck. I was like, Mom, can I go see this? And she would just drive me over there, throw me out of the car, give me 20 bucks, and be like, just don't come back for a just while. Just stay as just long stay as gone you for can. A while that would be great. Because you bugged me. One of the screenings is at the draft house. Interesting. Well, I'll pay to see it because for sure. uh, it's, I think it's the right thing to do. I think I might go tonight. Oh, uh, that'd be cool. For reals? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't really thought the past draft that. Because there's, the, there's the, one of the, I know you still have movie pass for this. The rest of the what month. It? I have it for four more days. There, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, there's an e-ticketing one. You guys should see it. Let me know how it is. I might see it. Will do. In two weeks. Maybe I won't go tonight. In All right. Days. That's it for news. P.S. I love. Oh, let's go into some tips, actually. Do you want to read the tips? I will the pull up the of rest them. of the tips. If you don't know, you can tip us, and we'll read it live on the show. It's live on the show, if you don't know. Um, Louis Marrero gave us a nice tip and said the reason they're calling it Worlds of DC is so that the movies is that is that so the movies don't have to be connected. Interesting. Yeah, because they got the Joker movie that's independent yeah. and all that stuff. All these things. Honestly, I feel like it's just whatever. It's a thing. Whatever. Uh we got some cheers from Crazy Guy underscore with skills. Thank you very much. And then Bobby the Douche sent us cheers and said, found out my wife's work group my found my wife's workout group watching you guys the other day and enjoying it. I got them hip. Thanks. Yeah. I love it. I like that when we penetrate all these other places. Yeah, penetration. Yeah. Penetration is great. Uh, Mario Not Bros gave us a tip and said, love and miss you all. Here's a fun clip. P.S. Is KFGD going to talk about this terrible IG and Dead Cells situation? Uh, yeah, yes, they are. In to watch. Or, or, oh, yeah, that one. yeah. They are going to talk about it today. Um, and then Kevin's going to go ahead and vet that fun clip for us. Is that Mario Not Bros' fun clip? Yeah. It better be good. Damn. It's 25 seconds. Or else I'm unfollowing you on Twitter. Dang. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to give it a shot. If it's not good, I'm unfollowing you. Wanna watch it now? Let's go. Mm-hmm. Right, here we go. Let's go, doggy dog. We can't hear it. I can. Damn it. <laughs> Somebody oh found it on YouTube and they just popped it in. Man, we've been there. We've been there. What was that, CNN? We've been there, CNN. MSNBC. Or MSNBC. We've been there. We've been there. Audio on the headphones. Eh, it doesn't matter. 
Um, and then one more thing. Yeah. Nikan said, hey guys, I thought I'd share a picture of my eight-month-old puppy I adopted back in March. Mimi. Her name is Dobby, and she Let's has a see. problem with socks. Oh, well. Oh, the little face. Oh, my she God. She has the two that, different color eyes. That's cute. She's cute. It's like a mutant. That's a mutation, right? Yeah. All right, uh, we are getting long here, ladies and gentlemen, but yeah. we do have two amazing games to give away, and that means, guess what? We are brought to you by two amazing sponsors today, the first of which is Hims, a wellness brand for men. Let me tell you something right now. Guys, we have some problems sometimes, right? And sexual performance sometimes can be one of those problems. Did you know, Joe, that over 25% of new erectile dysfunction cases are guys under the age of 40? So again, I got that. that to look forward to in my life, probably. Aren't you, aren't you 38, so coming up on 39. And man, let me tell you, life doesn't get easier. It gets harder. 40% <laughs> of men by age 40 struggle <laughs> from not being able to get and maintain an erection. Even the world's greatest actors can't fake one. Why do guys turn to weird solutions or do nothing when they can turn instead to medicine and science? Well, that's where 4hims.com comes in. It's a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness, all for men. Uh, no waiting room, no awkward doctor visits, no lines. Save hours by going to 4hims.com. This is so easy. All you do is answer a few quick questions and chat with a doctor for a confidential review. If you're good, they're good. All's good. Severe ED isn't just an issue for rich guys, rich old guys in bathtubs. It affects men in their 30s and 40s. And I don't know why they said bathtubs in that, but that makes it that much more poignant. Uh, obviously, I have been an uh, advocate of hymns for the hair stuff. Took the gummy today, and when I ran out of gummies, uh, you shake yours and you shake Andy's. I took mine because I ordered more. Mm. But sometimes I just eat Andy's because they're there, and he leaves them out. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I like that process. I still take the finasteride pills, all that jazz, and I do the, I use the hair shampoo. So I uh, have not interacted with the ED stuff just yet. But, you know, got that to look forward to in my life. It's <laughs> nice to know that Hims is out there, got your back, or your lower half, as, you, as I used to say. Try Hims for a month today for just $5. We'll get you started for just 5 bucks while supplies last. See website for details. This would cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or a pharmacy. Go to forhims.com slash KFMS. That is F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash KFMS. Forhims.com slash KFMS to take advantage of this offer. Next up, Woo. our next sponsor is MeUndies. You've heard us talk about MeUndies a lot. Uh, it's as simple as this. When Tim wakes up in the morning, and he's all groggy, and by morning they mean uh, mid-afternoon, because that's when Tim usually wakes up, uh, he gets excited. You know why? Because he goes into his underwear drawer and he picks out a nice, fun, soft pair of MeUndies, and he loves it. Rifles through the drawer, picking which one is fits his mood for the day. Now, the copy says it's his own little secret here, but I'm going to tell you one thing, about, one thing about Tim Gettys right now. He has no secrets when it comes to fashion. Mm -hmm. He loves MeUndies. He likes showing me the undies. Greg likes MeUndies. He likes showing me undies. I felt them. They're soft. Don't ask me why I feel my uh, co-worker's underwear, but also ask why we haven't we don't have the open door pee policy yet. Uh, the reason why these are so soft is because they use the micro-modal fabric, which is not one, not two, but three times softer than regular cotton. I can't believe how soft these things are. Uh, it's the exact fabric you're gonna want down there. Uh, MeUndies releases multiple fun prints each month in matching socks and bralettes, which is a word I didn't know was a thing <laughs> until yesterday. Um, Tim loves all the special prints. He's got these uh, little smiley face ones that he loves a lot. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know which ones he's wearing right now. But maybe he'll come in and show us. Maybe he'll Who tell us. Who knows? Uh, the good news is there's a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So you're gonna love these undies. And if you don't, just send them back and you'll get a full refund. Right now, they're doing a cool thing with a membership. Have you heard about this yet? I have not. Me undies just launched a brand new membership. You can level up your top drawer with new Me Undies each month. Members gain access to exclusive prints that no one else can get. They get special member pricing on every product Me Undies makes, and you can switch styles or skip any month y'all want. Here's how you take advantage of all of this. To get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash morning. That's MeUndies.com slash morning. All right. Joe. We got two winners for this. Give them to us. The first winner is, let me just scroll past all this stuff, <clears throat> Jacob Sitarski from the Kind of Funny Patreon. You've won A Walk in the Dark on Xbox One. And then our second winner is Ryan Charin from the Kind of Funny Games Patreon. You've, run, you've won Rhyme on the PC. Man, this iced coffee is really cold and then my tongue kind of stops working and then it gets hard I to I know, say you gotta words. warm it up. Do you wanna read the ads again? No. Okay. <laughs> but we do have another tip that oh, came in early this let's morning go for it. from Potatoes. 
he had a sip and said, can we get an intro video for the champ? And by the champ, I mean the true champ, Andy Latino He Cortez. Why don't you uh, do me a favor? What's his name? Uh, this is Potatoes. Hey, hey Potatoes. Uh, why don't you go on Twitter and tweet at Maximum Cortez and ask him who the champ is? Just ask him. In fact, while everyone's out there, if you're watching this on YouTube right now, please tweet at Maximum Cortez uh, and be like, hey, who's, who's the current champ right now? Because I'm not quite who sure. Who would that be? Uh, who it is. And I love that because some people are going to watch this video like a month from now. <laughs> and, and who knows? And who the hell knows who it's going to be. Actually, it could be someone tomorrow. Different. It doesn't matter. All right, let's go into the three and three. This, if you're watching live, is your opportunity to talk to us, our opportunity to talk to you guys. It's basically we're just going to shoot the shit for the next five minutes or so with or the non-subscribers. And then we're going to talk to uh, the subscribers who we love. Again, how do you subscribe? Well, uh, we'd love it very much if you supported the show by giving us your hard-earned dollars. It's $5 to subscribe. We appreciate it. It really does move the needle. Keeps the lights on. Keeps us buying amazing Dobby statues for uh, Cool Greg. And I like when he smiles. Because when Cool Greg smiles, angels get their wings and then they spray paint stuff. Uh, but if you guys do not want to give us your hard-earned dollars or you don't have the 5 bucks to give... Not a big deal. If you have Amazon Prime, well, guess what? You get one free Twitch Prime subscription. Uh, we'd like that very much to go to us because we think we've proved it to you. But if we haven't, if you're like, you guys need to work harder for my money, not a big deal. Give it to someone in the kind of funny community you feel is doing a great job of being a streamer. There's plenty of people out there. I gave mine to Teddy Chineris. I gave mine to Sancho West. I can't remember who it was before that. Something like Mike probably got it at one point, yeah, I think. Uh, I think he was on before it. Did he go on before it? I think so. You got to help me pick the next one. Okay. Cool. Uh, let's spread the love. Let's spread the love. Spread the love, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's get into the chat right now. Antman0208 said, Nick, thoughts on Mighty Mouse losing the UFC title last Saturday. Last Saturday's fight, I did not watch, but I saw highlights, and I am super bummed that I couldn't watch it. Because Mighty Mouse is what many people think, is, and myself included, one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest of all time. Uh, and the fact that he lost just proves, guess what? That's why the sport's so dynamic. People lose. I didn't get to watch the, the Garbrandt fight either. He lost. TJ, TJ Dillashaw, I mean, they're great fighters. This is, this is the world we live in, where great fighters fight great fighters, and anything can happen. That's why the sport's fucking awesome. That's why people should watch more. I got to go back and watch that, though. I'm not going to bore you. you, you, you <laughs> I just looked at you, and I was like, nothing there. Nothing there. We're going we're gonna to leave it. I don't know anything about that area of your life. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see, Ariel Meyer said, Nick, you said to get into screenwriting, you should send your scripts out. I've tried doing that, but most places don't look at unsolicited material, and the other places charge for an analysis, and it's really expensive. With that in mind, what do you suggest, uh, how do you suggest I do get my stuff out there and looked at? That's a great question, and uh, that is the hardest question to answer. So once you can figure that out, you'll probably break through. I don't know, I have not been able to, I haven't dedicated a lot of energy toward that yet. A better person would be, uh, the only person I know that has really, had or enjoyed a screenwriting career on that level that I'm close with is Gary and Gary's you know his story is one in a million where he uh, he submitted a screenplay got put in the wrong pile the producer read it and then the book of Eli yeah happened what? That's is that what how that went down yeah apparently he, he he told a story about that one time and he was just like yeah he just submitted it and he got he won the lottery in, in I mean it's good screenplay also but yeah. I guess it got put in the right person's hands and they read it and they liked it and that's the way it goes so crazy Definitely don't send it to Gary. Gary will be like, Nick, you're not allowed to talk about me anymore. G. Webby says, when's the kind of funny schedule for PAX West going to be announced? Fun fact, they announced their schedule yesterday, so you can go look it up and find our panel time. Let's see. Ignacio Rojas says, Nick, you haven't timed me out in weeks. You're getting sloppy, old man. That's not true. I timed you out about a week ago. So weeks, not necessarily uh, accurate as a term. And uh, A, B, I try to time you out on YouTube in the comments, but I don't know how to do that because I don't think you can do that. And C, Kevin, please time out Ignacio Rojas for at least 10 minutes. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, can Maybe you 60 seconds. I can't. I, oh. I can only do 10 minutes. Well, 10 minutes it is. There oh, you go. That's all you get. Let's go into sub-only mode right now. Well, somebody uh, wait, who timed him out? Zyger timed out. Zyger, you do not wield that power. Do you I mean, understand he me? Technically, he does. Can you time out Zyger now? Zyger, time I, yourself out for 60 seconds. Can I? You don't wield that power. I don't think I can time out a mod as a mod. Unmod him, time him out, then remod him. <laughs> Do you understand me? Yes. I rule with a draconian thumb on this I show. I responded, but I do. Damn it. Oh, He's smarter than me. I don't know how that works. We're in subway mode, by the way. Uh, now we're going to talk to the subscribers. Mr. Yasmin 300 says, Nick, did you hear that Alter Carbon recast the lead for season two? Anthony Mackie is replacing Joel Kinnaman. That, they recast for every season. That's a great idea. That makes sense. Anthony Mackie's going to do great in that role. 
Makes a lot of sense with the story. Uh, Omega Batman says, Nick, I did not receive proper credit for the 80s go uh, movie Gog Topic. I gave you the idea, reminded you to do it multiple times, and you still forgot who gave you the idea. Damn you and your old foggy memory. The problem is, you gave me a great idea, uh, and then I forgot that it was you. That's the problem. Time out, dude. No, no time out on that one. It was, it was a great topic. Thank you for that, Omega Batman. Uh, we'll go back into the, uh, into the comments and let everyone know that you're the best. And by that, I mean, I'm going to forget that, to do that. Right Ooh, the show. Texas Best. What podcast do you listen to if you get the chance? What are you listening to? Uh, let's see. The <clears throat> podcasts that I have been listening to are The Business, mm -hmm. which I love, which is KCRW's uh, podcast hosted by Kim Masters, who writes for The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, I love the Rogan, uh, the Joe Rogan Experience. I love his MMA podcast. Uh, I've been listening to the Comedy Store podcast, and every once in a while, I throw a dash of American Cinematographer podcast in there. Wow, you when, I get, when I want to get back to my film. They don't do enough of them, though. I'm sorry. It's the most nerdy fucking thing. I love it. Uh, I've been deep into My Favorite Murder, loving that. And then I just discovered a new one called Rom Commissors. Okay. So it's rom-com and yeah, connoisseur. That's great. Uh, and it's about, it's just going through like rom-coms and looking at them of like, what the heck is this plot? How did this get made? This is kind of a weird thing. Uh, so I, I'm very much enjoying that one. Now I have a question for you, Joe. Yeah. Ignacio Rojas in the chat says, Nick steals my ideas all the time. I could have swore we just banned him. I don't understand how we didn't time him out just now. How is he asking questions? 69 seconds. Did yeah. it go by? Yeah. Give him another 69 seconds. I'm tired of him. I'm tired of it all. I'm tired of it all. A little crazy. He also says, Nick, make me a mod. We need less mods in this form. I don't know if that's... I, I'm pretty sure Zyger and I have talked about adding more mods. <laughs> well, maybe think about Ignacio. Uh, let's see. Toasty Baguette 69 says, Nick. That's it. Overcooked 2. Oh, yeah. That came out today. I... Need to download it once I get to my desk over there. Uh, we'll probably talk about it on Gamescast tomorrow. All right. Adam Guest, 1985, tomorrow? says, You Thursday. need to listen to my dad wrote a porno. Thank me Thank me later. Okay. I guess that's a podcast. Uh, Where's the belt see. today? Is asking uh, Wolf Smalls. Oh, I put it on Greg's seat so that when he comes in tomorrow, uh, he has to move it. I love I do that sometimes. Actually, I'm going to put it on Andy's seat. <laughs> but he's got, well, here's the thing. You could do it to Nick and then do to it to Greg, Andy. Yeah, yeah, or, sorry. See, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. Ladies and gentlemen, it is 12.13. I love you very much. Thank you guys for bearing with us for our technical issues. I want to note, big old Kev. Shout out to Kev. No problems in the stream. He's like, it might, we may or may not have some problems. No problem. Smooth sailing. No, we, well, you we, know had, what? we had a lot of issues. You know we're going to call no, you. No, but during the during stream. During the stream, though. No, it went down a couple times. It's oh. fine. Um, okay. We're going to call Kevin from now on. Oh, Kevin. Smooth sailing Coelho. Oh, can we get him a captain's hat? Yes. Oh, yes. Captain. Yes. Captain. No, we'll call him no. Kevin. Smooth sailing, the captain Coelho. Okay. <laughs> Just rolls right off the tongue. Just rolls right off the tongue. One, one of my good friends, used to, his dad used to call me the captain. That's pretty good. That's a great nickname. That's pretty good. Kevin's been trying to It'd push the captain, if he which makes me not want to call him the captain. It's a great nickname. I would have gotten a captain's hat. But I like smooth hat. sailing. Well, it's kind of fun because because Kevin's always the first person here. Mm -hmm. So when I come in, I can go, ahoy, captain. Howard, go for a dog. Permission to come aboard. Mm. And he can go, permission granted. Or permission not granted. Then I got to stand outside. I can't come aboard. <laughs> it's illegal. Everyone, I love you very, very much. I will be back tomorrow with, I'm assuming, Tim. Does that make sense? No, Greg's back me. tomorrow. Greg's on the morning show. We're going to talk about all our shenanigans. Maybe you'll get a redux of the LaCroix boys. Um, Very exciting. Joey, thank you so much for joining me today. Kevin, great job on all the technical issues. Everyone else out there, I love you very, very much. Remember, if you're watching this on YouTube, let's keep the conversation going in the chat. or The comments, comments. below. Uh, I will jump in there, of course. I jump in there every episode and, uh, and, and get in there and talk to you guys. I love it very much. I don't want this to end. No, I love it so it much. I don't one. want it to end. So let's keep it going all week long, all day, every day. Kevin, please cut the feed.